an undisclosed location in a basement somewhere in New York City. It's the Shredhead Podcast with your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. Hey, all right. What is going on, my mutant miscreants? Welcome to my parlor, said the spider to the fly. And yes, I am the spider. You are the fly. I'm going to get you. I'll just try. Y'all remember that game? Y'all remember being shorties? Playing, playing, playing games and shit. You know what I'm saying? Roasting one another, talking about one another's mamas, and then scrapping it out like cheese, and then, you know, just being cool later on, because y'all did the shit, y'all, y'all did the thing, y'all did the last resort um, to a disagreement when discourse and capping and roasting did not work. Then y'all threw hands, and it was out of your system. Man, we should bring that back, right? Yeah, man, we should, uh... Right, thank you, Krang. Krang is here, uh, but more on that in a second. Uh, I am your host who is babbling, because, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm trying to drag out season three. Maybe I'm not okay, uh, with this being the end of the Shredhead Pod season three, and um, yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm feeling wistful now. That... All right. Anyway, I am your host, Oroku Saki, aka the Shredder, and with me, of course, the main brain. My producer slam doors like bam. Jump on stage. That's an old dirty bastard re- uh, reference. Check him out, you younger whippersnappers. You may get a kick out of him. And you'll get a kick out of this guy. My main brain, my best friend. And mayor of Dimension X. Mr. Krang. Krang. Man, I am. Every time I hear that now, I just think about how the hand joke flew over my head, man. I've got to keep my head on the swivel. I've got to be sharper. Um, going forward. Um, all right, let's see, Krang. So, uh, as we have mentioned, I have mentioned that this will be the last episode of season three of the Shredded Pod. Um, it has been a turbulent year. Uh, it was the year that I decided, well, maybe, maybe in season two, I decided that I wouldn't be beholden to the rigors of a weekly schedule. And I would just release an episode whenever I felt the desire. And, and that has served me. That has served me well. Um, especially being locked down here. In ghetto ass New York on ghetto ass Earth when y'all got this ghetto ass pandemic. <laughs> I, uh, 
Got him! <laughs> I know, right? You know, rule of three, I guess you have to pay it off. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it's been a very up and down year. And honestly, honestly, my mutant miscreants, if I could be, if I could be honest with you, um, it, it has made me feel a little closer to you, mutant miscreants. Demo. One thing Krang has promised me is that he's going to get better sound bites. That uh, coming in ah, next year, got next year, uh, well, next season. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know when the season will begin. Um, probably once we get settled in back on Dimension X, uh, following immediately after the recording of this program. Um, well, anyway, five minutes in, and I have not mentioned the National BA Finals. Here we are. Here you have it. Let's get to the shits. To the shits. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, Giannis, you know what I mean? Main story here. The big picture, the first and last sentence in all of this is Giannis Attentacumpo. The Greek freak. Um, yeah, man. He came in and uh, he took it. He he took he, he took over the games. Uh, ended the last. Jeez, look at this stat line: fifty points, fifty points in a championship game. Uh, that's that's like a child's stat, you know, when you when you're in middle school and you're just learning how to hoop and you start thinking of how irrational a stat line can be. This is it, folks. Fifty points, fourteen boards, five blocks. Somehow that is appropriate crying, thank you. Um but man what what else can you say? And then, you know, I've heard Cretans trying to discredit. <sighs> trying to discredit uh, Giannis. You know, what well, they say, oh, we can't shoot. Oh, we can't, you know, whatever, man. If, if I... <sighs> Let's see, he averaged 30-something uh, in the last five games. Then you pour in 50. So it was, I don't remember the two. Game one and two, can't tell you what he scored. Then he threw in a 42, 41. Now a 50 point. Uh, well, suffice it to say, he, the Suns had no answer for Giannis Attentacumpo. Uh, and, and really, when you consider you win, you know, a league MVP, not this year, but you, you win a league MVP award, you win the All-Star MVP award this year, Defensive Player of the Year, because you can also defend, which is a lost art in the league. I'm not saying everybody should be Ant Mace, but, you know, be able to, to, to stand in front of a nigga when he's shooting the ball on you. Um... I mean, I don't, I don't be watching for defense, but five blocks is fun to watch. You know, it's 
it, it it was a master class of what a big man is capable of when he has mobility and a work ethic uh like that of the Greek freak and taking on the um it's on me kind of this this is the superstar you've been claiming to want. This is what you've been saying LeBron James lacked over what the last 18 years not being able to shoulder the burden of whatever man this is exactly what this man has done and you know with the supporting cast of a um uh chris middleton who by the way is the lebron james of paul george's i've heard that and it is hilarious and it's so true chris middleton uh is he I hear a rumor crying, Chris Middleton is the true heir to the Middleton black and mild fortune. Nope. No? Nope. Oh, um, I don't, I don't know who told me that, but, um, nigga, 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 crying. Um, yeah, man, so. Where was I? Uh, yeah, like I was saying, there are these fools who, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter what you do in in the national VA. It doesn't matter what you do in sports. There's always going to be some detractor, some some ne'er do well who has a problem with what you're doing. So you may as well do whatever it is that makes you happy. Um, of course, I'm speaking on this coon, Emmanuel Acho, and. Beware of any black man who so hungers for the love and adoration of white folks. Emmanuel Acho, just jump in a casket. You don't have to die necessarily, but if you could just jump lie there and, and stay out of the rest of your fucking faces. It would be it. It would be the best thing you could do for society, Emmanuel Acho. Um, he, this was the same man who couldn't couldn't wait to dance on the the figurative grave of Shakari um, Richardson uh, with the whole weed charge or whatever. Which weed charge? The whole you know whatever you you you've you've heard enough about it. You've you know shown empathy or not. But this man, Emmanuel Acho, uh, kind of went out of his way. And so now he's saying that Giannis Antetokounmpo is not capable of being the face of the league because he knows too many languages. Here's what I'll say. This is the National Basketball Association. I know I very rarely ever say the B and the A and what they mean, but for some fools in the back, you have to spell it all out. National, National, National Basketball Association. Guess what? When you win a championship, you're not known as, you know, the U.S. champion. You're known as the, the National NBA world champions now now i i get it i understand that they only play the game in the united states of america 
and and the league also only exists uh, in one part of Canada. It used to exist in two. Children, gather round, I'll tell you the story of the Vancouver Grizzlies and the Sharif Abdur Rahim and and their their talent scout Rodney Hurd. Um Nah no I won't. Anyway, um the, the uh, Emmanuel Acho and his incessant desire to be a uh, white man's best friend um is just it's it's sickening yeah. and and it's gross yeah, and that's called motherfucking bars nigga fucking I think know so. nothing about that thank you well hopefully you don't know anything about that trying to be uh, a white man's lapdog as a big strong black man mm, i don't know anyway that was annoying uh something else i guess i'm just getting all the cretins of the week out of the way because today's episode the main event of course is the shredhead hall of fame where we will be inducting the best of the absolute best so the tip of the top will be recognized in a little while so bear with me unless of course you like it when i go negative then you know relish in this for now because in a, in a little bit I will get a lot more positive and complimentary to those who are deserving. Uh, anyway, there was some hood booger on Twitter earlier. Um, apparently the, uh, the cover of um, the swimsuit issue, swimsuit edition of um, the Sports Illustrated magazine. Yes, they do that. Thank you, Krang. That is actually appropriate. Um, uh, Naomi Osaka was on the cover. Um, Megan the Stallion, of course, was on the cover. And, um, forgive me because I'm forgetting the name of the third person, but, um, they are the first, the first transgendered woman to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Um, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Um, I already know it's going to be some niggas who got a problem with it. You can just not look. You'll be okay. Um, I really just want to get the name, sorry, of this person. Um, hang on. Sorry. Just want to not be... Doot-doot-doot. Yes, of course, Tyra came up. Uh, Megan Kelly needs to shut her motherfucking mouth. Um, Dinashe, really? Anyway, sorry, man. I'm I'm dragging down my own show right now by trying to get this right. But uh, Lena Bloom, there you go, Lena Bloom. Pow, got it. Uh, all uh, grace the cover of Sports Illustrated, the swimsuit edition. Um, and someone, some, like I said, some hood booger got on and said, Meg, Megan, Meg, does you play, oh, duh, she play a sport I don't know nothing about, uh, no, you fool, it's the swimsuit edition, Tyra Banks has graced the cover, to my knowledge, Tyra Banks doesn't play a sport, at least not professionally, 
She is a swimsuit model, well, model altogether, and at the time when she made her history-making cover, uh, she, she was not a professional athlete, to the best of my knowledge. It's called the Swimsuit Edition. Uh, Beyonce has been on the cover. I don't think Beyonce hoops. Uh, who else? Um, you know, Kathy Ireland, if you go way back to the white days where they only thought they could put white women on the cover of magazines. That's a thing. Um, well, the swimsuit edition, I should say. Yes, those were, and, and Kathy Ireland, uh, did not play quarterback for any team. So, before, and I know this is a, this, this is a lost art before, parting your lips or or um going on to a, a social site typing out words before you press send or click send or tap send or whatever it is that you do like just just take a second to think is this stupid no you greetings am i am i am i am i Saying factual information. No, you greetings. Am I mixing in? Is my opinion based on any kind of fact? No, you greetings. Then maybe, maybe we just leave this one in the drafts. Maybe we just delete it altogether. Um, yeah, but anyway. Now, 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 the one thing I will say, maybe this Cretan... Uh, and I'm giving this fool a lot of credit. Maybe this Cretan understands that uh, Sports Illustrated also has a body issue. And by body issue, I mean, of course, one of the professional athletes who are normally covered in Sports Illustrated uncover themselves to, yes, yes, they do, Crank, thank you, Boeing, uh, and, and shoot tastefully nude pictorial sets um you know uh famously ronda rousey um uh what was that uh, prince fielder has done it so it's you know it's 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 equal you know like there are dudes and there are ladies uh male and female athletes who grace these uh you know who, who take these these photos and they're tastefully and artfully done. And, um, you know, a lot of, it, it, it's, it's like, um, it's a master class in photography of the human body there. So maybe, maybe this guy is getting it confused with the body issue. That is not the case. Um, the Olympics are in peril yeah buddy looks like looks like that 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 pesky covid19 and its variants coming from around the world and converging on one point where 11,000 athletes are housed seems that uh yeah well they've had 24 confirmed cases as of yesterday as as of the time of this recording there have been 24 uh verified athletes some in quarantine right now um and others who have pulled out of competition because they 
are indeed dealing with uh, COVID-19. I understand that if you were, uh, listen, from Japan, baby, you know, I, I want everything to go smoothly there, but I don't want the walking dead to break out, so I don't know. I, and of course I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm putting too much on it, obviously, but, um, right, uh, but you know, I'd rather have no cases than some cases, uh, hopefully people are getting their vaccinations, hopefully I'm not alienating anyone by saying that, Whatever, man. Y'all don't know what the fuck you're talking about when you say Tuskegee experiments, so maybe look at what it really was and uh, make no mistake about it. Black folks were getting screwed, of course, but not the way y'all thought. Um, they wanted their giving niggas the Isaiah Bradley super soldier serum. They, in fact, were giving black folks nothing. Nope. So that is the Tuskegee experiment. Well, they were... The experiment... Never mind. Never mind. You Go look it up, man. That'll be part of your summer reading. Go look up what the Tuskegee experiments actually were. Boom. I'll put that there. I'll remind you at the end of the show. Um. Anyway. Meg the Star. Yeah, I'm just crossing things off here. My... Um... And the Olympics, boop. Yeah, man, dumpster fire there. Hopefully there are no fans. Everybody stay there. Black ass at home. It would be cool to bolster the um the the the, the economy, you know, of any any place that takes on the Olympics. It's it's almost like it's like a it's like a family reunion, but on a large scale. If you are in charge of the family reunion in your town. Black folks y'all know what I'm talking about, especially if you've ever had to to uh, organize the family reunion. You have to rent things, buy things, you know, hire people, all of this. Uh, now imagine that the whole world is your family, and if you've ever had to pay for a family reunion, just kind of make it. I don't know, multiply it by world. It's like that. Um, so. Now listen! That's called motherfucking bars! Thank you. Um, so yeah, take, take it. I mean, I don't know, man. The Shakari Richardson thing is not really going to push me off the Olympics altogether. I just think that a lot of things is looking funny in the light, especially in regards to black athletes. Um, Black female athletes, mostly with the banning of the Afro cover. Jesus, man. Nope. Uh, oh, um, and then the National BA finally got a W. Well, Team USA, but they are all from the National BA. They finally beat Spain. Uh, they, they beat a team in basketball. What a novel, what a novel thought. Anyway, um, last point, Space Jam is for kids. So shut your old ass up about how much you did or did not like Space Jam. 
you're casting all your aversions on uh, LeBron James. Michael Jordan ain't walking through that door. And Kobe, unfortunately, is no longer with us. Uh, it's a, it's this, this, this is a fucking movie, uh, about the goddamned Looney Tunes. If you think the first one was a cinematic triumph, you're an idiot. And so is no, that. Friends. Um, if y'all don't shut the fuck up about Space Jam, Space Jam! You niggas watch all the Medea movies. And you up here hung up on some Space Jam. It ruined my childhood. Nigga, your daddy ruined your childhood. Anyway, not sitting here to stand so much for Space Jam as I am. Trying to hold the mirror up in front of you fools. On how you sound. Talking about some goddamned Space Jam 1 was dope. No, it wasn't, you cretin. You were a child. No, you cretins. You don't know anything. You didn't know anything then. Anyway, um, that, but that's just for people who say that Space Jam is ruining their childhood. You know. For those of you who are normal people, we will return shortly to the Shredhead Pod with me, Oroko Saki, and my boy, Krang. Masters. Hey, what's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, The Godfather here. Special shout out to B Hyphen and Handsome Bane for the WrestleCast Power Hour, and it's available everywhere. Podcasts or streams. So everybody check them out. You know the Godfather will. And it's time once again for everybody at the Hyphen Podcast Group to come aboard the whole Smell your latest sweaty marks. Hey, and just like that, and unlike your black pappies, we are back. I don't know why I said that. That was very mean. I'm sorry. It was funny, though. All right. Um, with that said, with that me, I think I've gotten all of my negativity out. I think I've wrung it like a, a, a wet sponge. And now um, I'm ready to soak up all positivity. And with that said, let us begin the final episodes uh, of the Shredhead Podcast Season 3, Hall of Fame. Let's go ahead and induct some people we like. Um, up first, um, I believe he just got into the National BA Hall of Fame, in which he should have been there. He probably should have been born into the National BA Hall of Fame. Uh... You know, having come from, I mean, listen, man didn't have to really struggle in his life, but, well, eventually, um, Grant Hill, Grant Hill, just all around good guy. What's up? And What's up? What up? I guess that's Grant Hill. <laughs> 
you know, uh, in uh, NCAA champion, um, rookie of the year, nigga was balling up Jordan and Pippen on on Sunday, pretty much by himself. I mean, he was out there dragging around Lindsey Hunter and the ghost of Joe Dumas, but you know, I mean, that that Pistons team used to compete. They used to compete. Um, but apart from all that, just Grant Hill, even in his, you know, his travels and his, his trials and tribulations with injury, he's probably the biggest what-if story in NBA history, um, especially considering who his contemporaries were and uh how long he still played in the in the national ba uh i think he retired in what 2012 2013 maybe even yeah let me look it up maybe i should google people a little bit before i before i uh decide to before i decide to profile them uh, let's see, he's been married to Tamiya since 1999, so that's dope also, um, yeah, I'm trying to find it, anyway, man, he hooped for a long time, even with the bad wheels, um, and was honestly one of the first guys who, you know, people thought because he didn't have a hardened ghetto ass background that he was like soft and then he would boom on you you know a drive-by shooting essentially um but again i want to more emphasize the fact that he's a good human um i mean look at him you know he's not faking it you know he's not he's he's essentially real nigga theo Ooh, never mind. I won't say that last name. But y'all know what I'm saying. Grant Hill, man. Uh, anyway, you just got to... If you disagree, I'll slap you on the teeth. Also, he used to date Jada Pinkett. Did y'all know that? I just realized. I just saw that on um, uh, the Instagram account of uh, the Hillman Files, which is just uh, a different world Stan account. And uh, it's pretty dope. Give it up for a different world, yes. It's an incredible um, life-altering show for young blacks. Um, anyway, yeah, man. Uh, Grant Hill. Uh, moving on uh, from Grant Hill. Crying, man. Crying, I feel like you were better. Like, like you were a better producer in the previous seasons and now you're just like you're just like uh anyway krang you you really need this break that we're about to take um number two anyway look up grand hill jada pinkett used to be a thing she was wearing like a duke shirt even though she went to uh even though the character went to a fictional uh, historically black college. Anyway, uh, up next, keeping it in the 90s, uh, I'm going to go with Martin Lawrence, but only as the character 
Jerome. Thank you. Oot, 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 oot. I said Jerome in the house. Now, Jerome is quite possibly one of the greatest fictional characters in all of fiction. Throughout time, you understand, um, boundless, infinite confidence, the ability uh, to be wordy and likable, but also very annoying. Uh, Jerome was a very nuanced character, and if you go back and look at it, I mean really look at the character of Jerome, you will, you will find one who is layered. He's, I, I often call him the Black Onion. And, uh, you know, he, he, he wants to find love. He can't get past the old ways of, you know, his, his pimping ways. Uh, but he is always looking to settle down. He's a very complex and nuanced character. Um, again, look up all the Jerome episodes on Martin. You will find yourself thoroughly entertained. I guess that counts as a shred commendation. Um, so do it. Also, uh, yeah, Martin Lawrence, but as Jerome. Um, let's see. Who else are we putting in here? Ah, uh, uh, yes. We'll go, um, you know, I like to try to add, I try to add a white person sometimes just as a, you know, for universal appeal. Nigga, 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 cause I'm a motherfucking nigga. Jesus Christ. Wow. Um, Anthony Bourdain. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm putting Anthony Bourdain in the Shredhead podcast, Hall of Fame. Uh, just good dude, man. And when he went to places, um, he would often go places that people were afraid to go or places that had very bad reputations preceding them. And he would go there and find just what it was about that place that made other people not move away or um, made other people loyal to the soil, if you will. And so uh, parts unknown, Anthony Bourdain was peak white man, if you will, and he will be greatly missed. Uh, also, damn, Biz. Uh, rest in peace to Biz Marquis as well while we're here in this very sad place. We're saying goodbye to people that we actually liked and not Cretans. Why can't we, why can't we lose more Cretans? Jump in a casket and get your than, than Right, exactly. Cretan, like, why don't y'all? Anyway, uh, Anthony Bourdain, man, and Bismarck. Yeah, okay, we'll put Bismarck in there. It's, it is my Shredhead podcast. So yes, Anthony Bourdain. And also, uh, Bismarcky. Uh, you didn't give me a horn for Martin Lawrence as, uh, Jerome and Jerome only. 
What's up? What's up? Okay, what that's up? a little more appropriate. Now you in your bag, Krang. Let's go. Krang? Damn it. All right. Um, and then uh, the final inductee for this year, number five, is a woman who is utter perfection. Um, besides the fact that everybody, and I mean like the vast majority of consenting adults want to be with her. Um, she is just a, a creative marvel of a human being. Um, extremely entertaining just to watch her chill and kick it with her husband, Iman Shumpert. I am, of course, talking about Tiana Taylor. Crying, come on, man. Tiana Taylor. Come on, Krang. I know I know what I just said, and that was already inappropriate enough, but damn, Krang, come on. Tiana Taylor, man, uh, I, I dig her music. I love the vision that she has in her visuals um, and all the content where she's just kicking it with, uh, just, just kicking it anyway. If you can watch a Tiana Taylor interview, you'll be... A hundred percent endeared to this woman, um, and, then, and then I'm sure that we'll find like an anti-vax um, interview or some some crazy shit. I don't know. Um, but for now, as of right now, Tiana Taylor is the peak of human evolution. Uh, just an incredible person to uh, to see and to uh, to enjoy. So uh, shout out to Tiana Taylor. Um, thank you. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I guess I could sit here and shout out more people, but I really don't want to, man. It's the last day. And, uh, you know, normally I try to give you all about 50 minutes, 40, 40, 45 minutes to an hour. But, um, hey man, I might be fucking off early to beat traffic out this ghetto-ass planet. I'm kind of in a rush now. Uh, so we will be back, um, real quick with, uh, yet another. Oh, no, actually I'm going to, I will, there will not be any more Cretans of the Week. I've been, you know, letting them have it already. Uh, but we will return with some summer reading and maybe a and maybe a shred commendation. Why not? Masters Shredder. Alright, we're back finally. So, like I was saying, summer reading. Um Man, I ain't got no books for y'all niggas. <laughs> I know I could assign reading. You won't do it. Um I'll say this. How about y'all read anything that isn't about making money or controlling people? I know that we like, you know, as black men, we like to read things about what we understand about money and how I'm going to make this bread to make everyone kneel before me. And listen, I know all about it. I've tried to take over cities and governments and 
you know, worlds from the shadows. I understand it, but um, guys, it's like, come on, man. That shit gets old. Also, uh, find a really good book about the Tuskegee experiments so that when you're making the Tuskegee experiment uh, argument, you're making the right one, okay? Um, I mean, I don't know, find something about someone's story, you know, read a sister soldier book, something that isn't about how to make everybody need you. It's pathetic. Y'all gotta chill, baby. And again, I'm trying not to be negative, but you know, I'm the type to see an elephant in a room and say, hey, what up with that elephant? You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that's just me. That's just my style. Uh, with all that said, folks, this has been season three of the Shredhead Pod. I am stepping into an Uber right now, an Uber module that is going to take me crying homies, the whole production staff, shout out to hyphen podcast group, Rasslecast Power Hour, we should do this again sometimes, a frightful fret, fucking, um, uh, the goddamned, uh, obvious nonsense, insert name here, pod, uh, did I say we should do this again sometimes, all y'all niggas, man, y'all know who y'all are, um, shout out to y'all. Uh, I don't know when I'm gonna see y'all again, honestly, and just just being transparent. Um, maybe maybe at the beginning of the national BA season, maybe I'll see y'all then. Until then, y'all look that way. I'm going to see. poof, ninja vanish. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?